0: Welcome back to the 2023 SIEDC Business Conference. We are lucky to have a very special guest, Borough President of Staten Island, Mr. Vito Cellini. Thank you for joining us. Thank uh, you. My pleasure. Thank, Thank you for you. being with Vito. So we got a lot going on in the borough lately, huh? So. In-
1: indeed. And today is uh, here at the Hilton. We have a sort of reflection of the vitality of Staten Island's economy, uh, small and actually big biz- businesses and every- everything in between. So great pulse great vibe and i think that means that staten island is is open for business
0: one of the things we often talk about is how the staten island business community comes together for good things and bad but recently we came together with your help uh for something really great so we were able to break the world not only break smash the previous world really? record four hundred twenty three people to make the law lo- the largest Yu jigsaw puzzle piece and that was it was an amazing day at the uh, Staten Ferry works.
1: it was and credit to you all who put it together and you said the word smashed and it was I think the previous record was about 1700 or so yeah. and 700 more just think of the percentage there but it was wonderful to see because we were standing in, the, I guess the right field fence was, was open and just the parade of people many of whom are on the spectrum many of whom family members who have endured this 20, 30, 40 years ago, these people lived in the shadows, right? And at least here in Staten Island, we, we bring dignity to folks on the, on the spectrum. We want to support them. We want to support their families. And one way we do it is to highlight in a place like Staten Island where the business community came together with groups that help those with autism is to say we are uh, supportive we want to come together we want to unite and we want to send a signal that Staten Island is a place to be and you did it so congratulations I was proud to be part of it and, uh, next year maybe even bigger
0: Well, you speak to something with Staten Island is unique my sister-in-laws and lifestyles for the disabled mm-hmm. uh, you know we work closely with the Grace Foundation and Augie mark some of the other organizations Staten Island has the absolute best services with people for disabilities and I know that my in-laws would have moved to their house in South Carolina a decade ago if it wasn't for the life that my sister-in-law gets to live and live in happiness she she's got boyfriends she's got she's got more activities than than i do and i'm we're out every night so i really i think it's a credit to to leadership on the island that we have that and
1: you know it's something uh-huh. in a way um you know that we had a very horrific year situation year. here when called Willowbrook, the Willowbrook Institution. About 50 and years ago, it, uh, we it was shut here. down. Uh, fortunately, it was shut down. And out of that tragedy, what often is sort of emblematic of life, out of that tragedy came very good things. And the good things were the people who committed themselves to say, we're never going to have a Willowbrook situation again. We will take these people out of their cages, out of their shadows, and put them front and center and say, we need to provide dignity to these people we need to provide resources we need to have them live as full a life as possible and that's where all these providers whether it be lifestyles on your mark the grace foundation yeah the grace foundation we were there at the beginning it was just a bunch of parents who had nowhere to go nowhere to turn so they took it upon themselves to say we need to come together to give these our children dignity which they did and it's still flourishing uh, and there are more improvements. So for example, there's an offshoot of the Grace, uh, not an offshoot, but there's a group of autistic children who have created for the first time, if I'm not mistaken, in the country, if not the world, a teaching to communicate uh, program and curriculum. Four kids have done it, and we think that, well, they, they're non-speaking, they're non-verbal, but that we think that they're not thinking, but the reality is they are. And there's new technology that allows them to... Relatively new technology that allows them to spell to communicate. And it's fascinating. And we want to be supportive. And there will be more positive things to come with people with special needs.
2: And outside of the nonprofit world, your administration is very ingrained with the community, ingrained with business. So you've done a lot of initiatives. One of the newest is Stay Staten Island. So talk to us a little bit about that initiative and what the intent is.
1: Well, the, the goal is... there are are those who feel that they always have to get off staten island to to get a good meal or to to enjoy nature or to enjoy the arts or to get better health care and we're here to remind people that we have like you all here today you know you really care about the community provide a good service and we want to remind people that you can stay on staten island for all these types of things whether it's education nature culture uh, the arts, especially eating, we all like to eat, <laughs> and we have it's some of the more that's that's me, me. I know, I see, I see, uh, <laughs> but uh, we have some of the best restaurants. And and very often you go to these local restaurants. It's not just another meal. It's almost like you, It's like a family reunion. You see old friends, you know, the the bartender, the waiter, the waitress. So you bring that together, and we just want to keep encouraging people and let them know that they can stay in Staten Island, like Staten Island University Hospital, Richmond University Medical Center. They're continuing to look for the best talent to bring to serve the people of Staten Island for those in need uh, when it comes to health care. So you don't necessarily have to go to Manhattan. You don't have to go to Brooklyn or elsewhere. You can get it right here in Staten Island. So that's what it's all about. We just, well, one of our roles, I'd like to think one of our roles is to be a cheerleader for the community we love here in Staten Island. And yeah, sure, you know, there are those who want to knock it. and But they don't understand when I say they want to knock it, knock Staten Island it's easy to to criticize. It's easy to poke fun. But I think those people, frankly, are ignorant of the quality of the people here. The vast majority of people of Staten Island are patriotic. They love their country. Very few ask for anything. And to go full circle, what most of them do is always ask, how can I help? And the jigsaw puzzle piece for autism on last week was an example of how can I help? And that's... A rare thing, but it's a it's a quality thing. We get people who step up and try to help their neighbor, and that's what Staten Island to me is all about. Yeah, and I you know I really thank you
0: because I think you're doing an excellent job in helping to move us out from the forgotten borough. And we spoke about this earlier, putting us in the the limelight. And you have these amazing things happening on Staten. You have amazing businesses. You have three people right here who own businesses on Staten Island, live on Staten Island. I've lived elsewhere. I've lived in Arizona. It's beautiful. It's not Staten island, and that's why I'm back. This is and a place, to, I mean, it's it's a, a rich place to be able to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner, to be a business leader, and again, it comes from leadership being able to empower that and hang on to what we have on this, on this island, but we had Tracy Papora, one of our reporters from the advance here earlier. She told us that for the last decade, once a week, she writes a column about a new business, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Yeah. And you think about that over ten years, once a week, that she still has the ability, and no shortage of people trying to get them to write that's about her. Business. Five hundred twenty businesses in ten years, she was able to write about, and, and she said just she
1: never had a shortage. And, and that's and philosophically, my th- my role or my belief in the role of government is to foster a climate to help small businesses get rooted and to grow, and government more often than not should should get out of the way, right? There's a cost of doing business, whether it's taxes or regulations or, or rent or whatever it may be. I think we should try to work on reducing unnecessary regulations, reducing unnecessary taxation, and allow businesses to grow because one of the things that small businesses are allowed to do is to give back if they can. But if they work seven days a week, 12 hours a day, and at the end of the week they're just getting by, then they have nothing to give back, whether their time or their money. But if you can reduce that burden, there's more of that to circulate in the community and less government to take and distribute as they see fit. I just wanted to add one
2: thing before we close. I think one of the reasons Staten Island is successful is because your administration and, and all of our other local elected officials, accessibility, right? I mean, so we're we're fortunate in that as Staten Islanders, one of the things we don't talk about enough is that we have access to our local elected officials. I mean, you're accessible all the time, our, our congresswoman, our mm-hmm. senator, you know, the ability to actually speak to you or someone in your office or any of the other offices really helps small businesses and the community thrive because you're not just sitting in the back room, right? You guys are accessible. You're at the forefront. You're here today at this conference. I mean, it's a testament to you and all of our local electeds.
1: Well, thank you. And, and again, my it's like anything else. My belief is government works for the people and not the other way around. There are places around this country, around this city where people people in government thinks that people exist to to serve them i just it's 180 degrees the other way government exists to serve people with public servants and the second thing i'd like to to share is that uh and it's not new uh but it's real every elected official in staten Island, in my experience i've been around the block a, a few times uh they all come together if it's a staten island issue democrats republicans stand united to stand up for the people of staten island and that's a very important thing especially in a very in a world that's become i believe more partisan and more jaded in what their roles are if people come together for a common cause because it benefits the people of staten island It only helps to improve the conditions and the quality of life for all of us. And I tip my hat to every elected official on Staten Island who gives it a shot, who tries. And again, I've been in office now 14 months, at least in this current office. Not one elected official has ever said, no, we can't do that for an ulterior motive. If we can help and improve, they're there. So thank you.
0: Well, Barrel President, Thank thank you so much for what you do in the community. Thank you for being accessible and and really we just we appreciate your time. And
2: Thank before we let them go, where can we find out more about the uh, the office and the campaigns? What's the website, social handles?
1: So we're at Staten dot We're at Borough Hall, Ten Richmond Terrace. Uh, feel free, as I say, we're accessible. Uh, if if I'm not there, we have a great team at Borough Hall here to serve the people of Island. Thank, you, so Thank you. Thank you.